Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Who hasn't bought a lottery ticket and thinking, oh man, am I, am, is my life going to change? Oh man, is, is, it, is it time for a new me? And beer mug, I guess that was the question you asked this week? Yeah, that's the part of it. It's funny because when I buy a lottery ticket, on the way home, I think, hmm, I have a chance to win. What will be the first thing I do once all this money is given to me? Mm -hmm. And that was the main question that I asked this week with Cheers with Beer Mug. I wanted to find out what people would do, the first thing they would do if they won the lottery. Well, everyone has dreamed it. Let's see what they had to say. Hit it, Steve. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Wow. What did you, uh, what did you come up with, Mugs, as what you would do if you won the big money? I would die. I would, the first thing I would do is I'd literally just kill myself because of all the drugs and food and everything I would be putting into my body, all the dangerous activities I'd be partaking in that costs a lot of money. I, I'd be dead. I would. So he's he's taking a chance to win the lottery so he could kill himself. Right. <laughs> that, is, that is the worst answer I've ever heard. Honestly, what would you do? I, if, you, if you said, I, I'm going to buy a house and then kill all the kids in it, I'd be like, that makes more sense than saying I'll kill myself. Well, you wouldn't be. I mean, I guess you would enjoy it, but just for a very brief amount of time, you'd enjoy that. Buddy. Exactly. I would, ha- I would be having fun going out, but okay. I'd be going out. All right, let's hear what, uh, what's the bar again? Where do you go? This is O'Grady's in Granada Hills, and I think you guys are going to be surprised with what you hear. Uh, First thing I would do if I won the lottery is break my cell phone, throw it in the ocean, and change my name to Pierre-Francois Delabriowski. So nobody can get a hold of you. Who? All right, now that's a great yeah. idea, by yeah. the way, yeah. and and I have I have a lot of vanishing thoughts. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. If you have the kind of money to set up a life where you leave everything behind and start over, I don't hate that. I How agree. About, Does Jensen re- even know what your plan is? Oh no, we'll get to that. Okay. All right, back to the bar. Uh, if I won the lottery, I'd ask my wife she would uh, take all my money, and then I'd show her that one dollar ticket. Chata, what would be the first thing you do if you won the lottery? Uh. F- um, yeah, I'd probably go f- That's a great idea, Chata. Thanks. Chris, I know you're listening. I'll get you that dream pool you want. Veronica, what would be the first thing you'd do if you won the lottery? Um, I would build a karaoke studio in my house oh, wow. and sing, love, love, love you, baby. And then I would run naked down the street in Granada Hills, and then I would do beer mug. Oh, 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 oh. oh, all right. Stop right there. Hold Stop on. right there. 
She has to win the lottery, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, we have to make this work. Even if we Photoshop a ticket with the winning numbers. I don't know how to rig that, but that must happen. By the way, uh, doesn't our friend Jimmy Kimmel have a karaoke machine in his house? I mean, there are some people who are just, like, super into it as a party game, right? But that's funny that that's the first, that's the major purchase she would make would be a karaoke machine. Uh, Muggs, any chemistry between you and her? Listen, you heard you heard the lady. She wanted yeah. to do me. Yeah. Yep. Well, if she wins the lotto. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, here's more. Buy a bar. Would it be this bar? No. <laughs> I wouldn't change this bar. I wouldn't. This bar is fine the way it is. What would you do if you won the lottery? Take this job and shove it. I ain't working there anymore. You would quit your job? Yes, of course. What would be the first thing you'd do if you won the lotto? First thing I did when I won a lotto, I would straight buy a house for my mom. Then I'd make my own bike company. And then I'd help out the homeless. Okay, stop. Wow. It's good to know the homeless is on the list. It's Mm -hmm. nice to be, you know, spreading some of the wealth around a little bit. Would most people, if we're in the kind of lottery winnings we're talking about are in the millions, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about you win $5 million or say. What do you guys think most people would quit their job? I would think most people, yeah. Kevin always says that he would continue to work because he likes this job, but he would just have a really crappy attitude. (laughs) He would still show up, but just be impossible to work with. How about you, Allie? You keep your job if you win? How much? How many millions? Five. Five? No, I'm gone. Really? You guys know yeah. all those stories about people who go through their money and stuff. Yeah. But that I'm saying we're one of them, but like getting a bunch of millions of dollars out of nowhere could make me real weird. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could find another job, though. I'll be fine. All right. <laughs> Confidence. If you're, if you're listening, boss, it's like, not one as good as this, though. Right. <laughs> Whoopsies. All right, here's some more. Are you sure you wouldn't party it all the way? After those main things, probably. Not going to lie. It's like, yo, blunts, women. John, what's the first thing you do if you won the lottery? Too many drugs. I mean, that's the mugs plan yeah. right yeah. there, right? It's just spend it all on things that will kill you. That guy has the right idea. How about you, Jensen? What's uh, what's your plan with five mil? Well, that guy stole my bit about buying my mom a house, which would be <laughs> yeah. great. But that is true. That's probably the first thing I would do. Mm-hmm. But also, I would be, I, but see, that's the thing. I know I'd be dumb with it. Like, I'm the guy who went to go see pinball machines on his bachelor party. Right, right, I would, right. like, build an arcade in the garage. <laughs> like a moron. But I admit I'm a moron. <laughs> I uh, have said it many times over the year, but just so you know, Jetson, so you're not surprised, mm-hmm. if it happens, and by the way, it won't because I never buy lottery tickets, but if it happened, you just, and I consider you a friend at this point, mm-hmm. would never hear from me again. <laughs> like, just completely off radar. I would be... In the wind, man. Yeah. And Muggs, you're one of my very best friends here. Really? It's been it's been it's been, <laughs> it's been fun being friends with you, but no more. Allie, okay. you you know I love you. Mm-hmm. I'll miss you. I'll miss you, Bean. Okay. So I just. <laughs> okay. By the way, and no email, uh, no phone mm-hmm. call. Hey, you guys won't believe it. No, go no. on the just show the next. Down. Yeah, no. just like I'm, literally, we go to dial him up in the morning, and nothing happens. Yeah. He's I, just gone. I'm yeah. just gone. Yeah, I don't come on and go. Hey, guys, I got some great news. I won the lottery. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate the 30 years. See ya. You'll just never ever talk to me again until we find you eating at the ihop across the street from <laughs> well, our right that, that is a flaw in my plan this has <laughs> been cheers with beer bug you're not doing good so far so far the kevin and bean show you're not doing good on k-rock k
K-Rock. This is the time of year where we start to look back on the year that was, in this case 2018, and we're up to the uh, favorite callers of the year. And let me just uh, say this, Kevin, and I'm sure you were going to say uh, something similar about how awesome our listeners are. Yes. They continue to show up year after year to listen to this dumb little dog and pony show. Not only that, they continue to call in on our ridiculous topics. And uh, we couldn't do the show without you guys. So thank you for the bottom of our hearts for saying and that. And especially thank you people that are in our top calls of the year. You called the Kevin every show and blew up my Um, we were talking about shows that you love, TV shows that you love, that your friends make fun of you for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Felicia in Simi Valley is our first uh, top caller of the year. Let's go to Felicia in Simi Valley. Hi there. Oh, Cherry Valley, oh, by I'm sorry. the way. All right, take it easy. And I have two shows, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, anyone that makes fun of you for watching that, you do not have them in your life. Well, okay, <laughs> that is my a husband? wonderful show. Cut them out. You my, gotta cut your my husband, husband out. my two boys. Yeah, you gotta divorce them and uh, put those two up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> gotta move on. I sent them to Alaska to go to school. There you go. Felicia's a bit crazy. There you go. Okay, what's your there other you show? Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens. I'm listening on History Channel. It's for real. For <laughs> <laughs> real. It's so Look, for real. I know the show is for real. Yeah. They have scientists, mm-hmm. they have the Joseph Campbell archives, and I'm going to be a volunteer at the Ancient Alien Con in Pasadena There's in June. There's an Ancient Alien Con. <laughs> okay. They have special guest speakers, they have panel discussions. <laughs> Listen to the joy in Felicia's voice. She doesn't know what to wear. <laughs> I don't know what to wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved her. She sure started one way, correcting us hardcore. Right. And then turned and is just a crazy person. Love it. I, uh, I've i never been as excited about anything as she is about the right? a- ancient alien yeah. con. I, don't you guys wonder what she wore? <laughs> I do. Oh, it's got to be like a beautiful gown dress, like yes. a... Ballroom, yeah. Uh, next I'm is very so- masculine. <laughs> next, <laughs> next is somebody that I don't think we ended up liking much, but we were talking about sabotage and when a friend or a significant other sabotages you. Neil in Fullerton. Good morning, Neil. Hey, how you doing? Hey, real quick, like I live with my girlfriend. Had another girl come over. She decides to get her lips put up and put lipstick on her my girlfriend's pillow, turn the pillow upside down, and used her hairbrush. Got caught. Okay. Okay. The wait. topic. The topic is sabotage. So she did that on. Me. She sabotaged. You did that on purpose so that your girlfriend would see that you had had another woman in the bed. Exactly. Why? That's a woman for you. <laughs> Says the dude that was cheating on his live-in girlfriend with another chick. Wow. I am a team team girlfriend. Are you right? guys? <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to get us all to turn on somebody at the same so time. 
That's a woman for you was his defense, by the way. He says he got caught. Got a good relationship with his mom, I'm sure. Oh, God. (laughs) All right, now we were talking about you have a unique name. Is there a backstory for it? And we start getting really frustrated with this guy. (laughs) Well, let's try Sasan. I assume it's pronounced Sasan. Maybe I'll find out I'm wrong here. Good morning. My name's Sasan. Sasan. Okay. It is Sasan. um, Go ahead. Yes, it's not Hassan with an H. Right, we heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. S-A-S-A-N. All right, we got so, it. Um, <laughs> well, trust me, I've had many bathrooms. I'm sure. Do you right, have but... a backstory for your name? <laughs> I mean, we pronounced it right from the beginning. You're yelling at us. <laughs> he didn't have a good story. So... <laughs> he wouldn't stop <laughs> yelling about his name. It's Hassan. Right. I had trouble. And B's right. We said it right the first time. The first time. Yeah. yeah, we turned on him fast. <laughs> All right. Kids in school said Hassan. We're still a little frustrated now. We're talking about conspiracy theories. And this guy came up. All right, let's try one more. Let's make it to Los Angeles. Jeff, line three, up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Jeff. Oh, hey, how are you? Good. Conspiracy theories. So uh, I've been a targeted individual for uh, 16 years. What's a targeted individual, please? Uh, I'd rather you Google it, but. I'd rather you tell us. We're doing a radio show. And it Wait, hold audio. on. Everybody Google. Let's just be quiet. I've it so many times, and it's so hard. But not to us. <laughs> <laughs> he told us to Google it. He told us to Google it. I'd rather you Google it. I mean, that was the second thing he said. What's happening? It's not like, it's not like we called him, right? <laughs> this one happened recently. We were talking about little things that make you happy. Oh. And our friend Natalie called. All right. We might as well deal with Natalie. I mean, do we have to, though? She's the big elephant in the room. We have to. (laughs) Our last call, Natalie, it's all you. Well, mine is, and it's kind of gross, but it's true. Um, When you go number two and it disappears... Like, you get up and you look, and there's nothing in there. <laughs> Not like magic. You mean like it goes into the <laughs> no, hole. It's no, just gone. She's like about it's, just, magic. it's just gone. You don't even ask questions. It's just gone. <laughs> and the double Natalie, whammy. you should ask the questions. The double whammy is when it's, it's, it's in somebody's home or something. You know, that's that's. That's a great thing. Yeah, but isn't that yes. what I mean? Is that what toilets are supposed to do? That's how they. That's how they're. No, designed. no, no. With, oh. Without without flushing or without anything. Without flushing, it just it's gone. Great. So without then you don't flushing. flush. You leave without flushing. No, she's no, talking no, about before flushing. you flush, it goes down. How does that happen? Magic. You don't even ask questions. Just, <laughs> who would like, you? Hey, it's gone. Natalie, who would you ask a question of? <laughs> Where does the poo go? I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't are, know. I just, I'm just wash my hands and I'm done. You're the best. Call us every day. <laughs> I oh. loved her so much. Loved her so much. How did um, we never find out where the poo went, though? Oh, we're up to our uh, second uh, favorite, and then the favorite. I don't think we're going to have time for right now, so we might have to stick around. But second, okay. second favorite. Uh, this is how it happened on the air in real time. All right, let's see if uh, Jesse can have us go out on a high note here. Hey, Jesse. Oh, hello. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. It was one of those situations where Bean was like, look, one more. And said, we, it's, maybe not, it didn't go as high as we. How is that not the best? Right? How is that not number one? It I, was the worst call in ever. Everyone was sucking, and we're like, we can't end right. it like and that. But Bean was the one yeah. who was uh, insisting yes. that we take one but more call. Is it possible that Jesse was going to save yeah, of course. the day? But did he? I'll, t- I'll play this for you again. All right. Let's see if uh, Jesse can have us go out on a high note here. Hey, Jesse. Oh, hello. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Famous K Rock. Still uh, funny. If, if all of all of those people, as awesome as they were, were uh, not number one, I can't wait to hear the call over the year when we come back. Number one is next. The Kevin and Bean Show. Just, just, just not, not, not funny. K Rock. We're at number one. Is where we are. Oh. Top callers of the year. Uh, we just had seven before, mm-hmm. which we all loved. And a lot of people are trying to guess what number one is. Some of those could have been number one. Oh, Agreed. Oh, they were all hits. Oh, hello. It may have been my favorite Amazing. of the whole time. Uh, until this person called. Now, uh, we had had many conversations before, and we've had these conversations in the past. How old is too old to trick or treat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this year I had uh, full-grown adults in no costumes come to my house and take candy, and I was so caught off guard, I didn't say anything. Without I, kids? No, and it was still stuck in my head, and I couldn't get it out of my mind, and that's, it was That's a robbery is what that is. Yeah, it's actual, uh, I think it's assault, actually. And then, <laughs> and then Jensen said, not only that, but they would go back for a second or a third, and then he would maybe slap their hand. I, or... Well, I couldn't, I, I wish I reacted that way, but I sort of pulled the, the jar back, you know what I mean? Just like, so that they couldn't keep yeah, taking it? Yeah, couldn't do it. So weird. So then uh, then Janet called on the Afro line and left mm-hmm. us a message saying that she's an adult and she trick-or-treats all the time. No way. So, then, an we, animal. so then we called her back, and the first question we asked her was, how old is she? Mm-hmm. I'm 35. 35. Okay. 35. Did so you dress only... up? <laughs> yes, I dress up. I, Are you? Sometimes I, I don't dress up. Sometimes I dress up, depending on how much time I have to get ready for it. Janet, sometimes you don't dress up and you still go door to door asking for candy? Yes, I borrow a neighbor's kid. I go there, I put my little hand out, I was like, trick or treat, and they give me a is, treat. Is this your one call from jail? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been rejected by an adult who does not want to give you candy because you're older than he is? <laughs> one time when I was on a date, yes, they thought we were stupid. Oh, hold, when hold, you were on a date, hold, 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 hold. Yeah, let's, let's back up, Janet. So you... it, was, it was my first date. It was a first date. It's a way to find out if a guy is worth having time with. Right. But you for your first date, you chose to go trick-or-treating on Halloween? Yes. It's like having a date for Valentine's. You get to say, you know what, you want a date? Uh, so, what, so when you hear people have a discussion every year about 12 <laughs> or 14 or 16 or whatever the appropriate age is for kids to stop trick-or-treating in costume... You just scoff at that because you plan on trick-or-treating for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, I'm able to walk and stop walking. I can even use a walker, yes. How about if we all get together and just send you some candy, Janet, with that help? <laughs> no, I can't eat candy. I don't like it. Oh, my God. Away. What is... What? What? <laughs> wow, you're bringing what? the crazy extra hard today, huh? <laughs> what are you doing with all the candy? You just said you don't like candy. Best plan I don't. Ever. I throw it away. You throw it away. You're you a monster. Sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medicated. No, so you're taking people's candy, which they had to buy, and then you're throwing it in the trash. Yes. Is it just the, the rush? Is it the adrenaline? It, it's sometimes just to see the expression on people's face. And sometimes it's because they can't say no to me because I'm cute like that. Oh, Janet. You are all kinds of crazy, Janet. I think I love her now, though. I will will tell you, I think I want a reality show with Janet. All right. Well, listen, next time, don't throw it away. Send it to Kevin to be. If you're going to do it, do it right. Don't waste it. How about I just buy you guys a bag of candy? I mean, uh, okay, it's a separate. Okay, fine. (laughs) 
Janet. Janet. Number one, 35-year-old, still trick-or-treats without kids, took a first date trick-or-treating, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. and most importantly, hates candy. Hates candy. <laughs> For the record, if she did send you candy, you can't eat it. There's definitely no razor way. blades in it and heroin. Because crazy. Yes. Yeah. Top colors of the year. Top colors. Top colors of the year. Top colors. Bitter, predictable, whining disc jockeys. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, so I just like to take the temperature of the room. Mm-hmm. Allie, you're interested in this next story? Uh, not at all. Okay. I hate it so much. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Chip? I know you're going to hate it, so I love it. You know I'm going to hate it. Yep. Okay, so I don't know what it is, but Bean loves it. Well, I know you're going to hate it, so I love it, too, okay. actually. Although I am intrigued by it. Look, look, look. This is not for me, okay? In fact, it's not for you. It's not for anyone I know, but it is for this guy. So before we get into the story. I'm just uh, wondering, maybe this isn't a suitable subject for the children. I mean, I think that's it. Parental discretion is advised. Now, I have to warn you, some of this footage that you're about to see is clearly inappropriate for young viewers. All right, did we handle it? If you have little children and you allow them to listen to the following conversation, you are a bad parent. It's a not... really bad parent. You are seriously f***ed up. You with your illegitimate kids and your bad judgment and whatnot. It's not just kids. This is awful across the board. Okay, awful across the board. Oh. Wow, I'm excited. What is it? Here's the headline from uh, Vice.com. This guy served his friends tacos made from his own amputated leg. Oh. Oh. No, no. No. Hungry. I know you want to judge, Kevin, but let me tell you the story I feel like it doesn't matter what Uh -uh. the story is. I can judge. Okay, but what if I tell you that this wasn't one of these awful things where somebody, like, kills the rabbit and serves it to the family and they don't know they're eating their pet? He served him his leg! And they all knew about it in advance and signed off on it and voluntarily ate his leg. Let me tell you the story. He goes, he's on Reddit. His name is uh, Shiny on Reddit, okay? (laughs) He was involved in a terrible motorcycle accident. A car ran into him careened into a ditch his foot was shattered to the point that he would never walk on it again when the doctor asked if he wanted to amputate his one question was can i keep it the doctor said yes now here's the only point in the story where (laughs) i said hold on hold on i'm having the same thought you did which is they never let you walk out of there with your kidney or with your finger or whatever buying it it But he said the reason he was able to do it is because there is a religious exception. Hospitals have policies where they will release your body parts to you because of a religious exception where you have to be buried whole. So I signed the paperwork and they gave it to me. They gave it to me in a, they gave me my foot in a red plastic bio waste bag. I brought it out to the car and I immediately put it in a cooler. Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. And by the way, he has photographs of this every step of the way. Don't need Mm -mm. photographs of any of it. Mm -mm. I got back to my place and I froze it. I couldn't find a taxidermist who would take me seriously. Freeze drying was too expensive. He goes on and on and on in this Reddit post about all the things he was thinking about. He was thinking about casting it in plaster and using it as a doorstop. He was thinking about (laughs) lots of... (laughs) So he said, when I got back to my house, I took the foot out and it was pretty gross. It was covered in blood. But after I cleaned it off, I was pleasantly surprised. We don't need that kind of detail. I was pleasantly surprised by how well preserved it was. I had four friends with me at the time and Mm -hmm. it was so surreal. They picked it up and they were playing with it. It didn't no. seem like a foot. It just seemed like an object, not a piece of a person. There was mm-hmm. no emotional connection I could think about at all. That was the weirdest part. No, sir. 
he and his friends apparently had had a conversation about if they could ethically eat human meat. In oh. other words, why? Not, no, not, no one has that conversation for real, though. Allie, don't leave. Don't leave. Allie, come back. Come on. This is an important conversation for society. <laughs> they they wanted to know. They had this conversation if they could ethically eat human meat if they would, and they agreed that they would. They would just for the story. They would like to try it. Not if they. For their example, it wasn't if they had to, if they were, a plane went down and, you know, they had to eat something like they were forced to eat. Right. That's just not for the, fun. Just to see, just to no. see what it would be like. No. And by the way, it is not illegal. It turns out only in one state in America is cannibalism illegal. And that is Idaho, where you simply eat human flesh that lands you in prison. Everywhere else, though, cannibalism, they don't explicitly make it illegal because there's already laws about murder, about buying and selling human meat, about cutting up a corpse, things like that. So it's legal. So he invited 11 friends over, and 10 said yes. The invitation said, remember how we always talked about if we ever had the chance to ethically eat human meat, would you do it? Well, I'm calling you on this. We're doing this or what? 10 said yes, and they showed up, and they prepared it. Bean? Yeah. yeah. I have a note here from Dave that says, Allie is legit dry heaving. <laughs> oh, Allie, come on. <laughs> I uh, have a friend who's a chef. I told him my idea after thinking about it for a couple days, and he said, okay, let's do this. I'm going to prepare it. Let's get everybody together tomorrow night. I marinated it overnight. We sauteed come it with onions on. and peppers, salt and pepper and lime juice, and then we no. served it on corn tortillas with tomatillo sauce. Nope. He has the full recipe. How did it taste, you're wondering, Kevin? I'm not at all. This particular cut was super beefy. It had a very pronounced beefy flavor to it. The muscle I cut was tough and chewy. It tasted good, but the experience wasn't the best. Uh, He's asked in an interview, you also wrote that this mail helped give you closure on the accident. He said, it sucked the whole time. I remember flying through the air. I remember getting hit. I remember sitting in the forest, taking off my helmet, feeling the burning pain. I looked down, my foot was hanging off. And I thought, one day we'll eat that. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, you know, he said this was kind of a nice way to put that chapter behind him and to share an experience with his friends. It was a pivotal transition time. No. And they don't, uh, they don't regret it, by the way. So... Apparently, everybody was happy with this uh, with this uh, decision. He and all his friends. Not one of his friends was grossed out by that. One friend spit it back into a napkin after eating and said he didn't want to. He tried it. He didn't want to eat anymore. So Apparently, not everyone was happy. You're, li- you're a liar? Well, he, he You're a lying in, liar who lies. He spit into a napkin, but the other ones had, you know, came back for more tacos. Look, what did I say at the beginning? It's this a horrible is, story. This isn't for me. Right. It's not for you. Right. It's probably not for anyone we know. Ali left five minutes ago. But it's a thing that happened. Right. We're getting some great reaction from our listeners. <laughs> oh, there we are. I am gagging. This story is so awful. Yeah, let's. This is the worst thing ever. Let's wrap this up. Um, I wouldn't try it, and I've had some weird meats. Um, I, too, am legit heaving. Please end this topic. Agreed. So it's, it sounds like you want to hear more. Okay, so. Nope. The Kevin Bean Show mornings on K-Rock. 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 Sounds kind of boring. Time to get up on this. Well, this is a weekly segment where I get you up on something that you might not know about, something that hasn't yet hit the mainstream, or something that over the past few decades you didn't give enough attention to. Mm. And I'm ready to get you up on a YouTube channel. Okay. And, in essence, an international radio show 
that you should know about. Okay. And that is Like a Version, V-E-R-S-I-O-N. It is a segment on Australian radio station Triple J. It was created by Mel Bampton as part of the Mel in the Morning show, which uh, normally... I wouldn't promote a morning show, but I don't know if you're downloading the ABC Australian Broadcasting Center. Uh, but the better part is the segment was later moved to another show, a drive program, and then now on the breakfast show. Every week, a musician or band comes into the studio to play one of their own songs and cover a song they love, which is kind of like the BBC studio sessions. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this is better. And Spotify singles, too. That's Same right. Thing. This is the best one, though. They've been doing it since 2004. Many of your favorite artists have participated, including Lord, Childish Gambino, uh, Tame Impala, Haim. Gang of Youths, Halsey, Arctic Monkeys, but even better, a ton of local artists participate in this one. So it's introduced me to some great new Australian bands and Mm -hmm. some international bands I had never heard of until this. But the coolest part is that all of these are on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and watch all of them. They've released also compilation albums of these covers. Some have been released. I have them all. uh, I have them all, Jensen. They're incredible, right? Yeah, they're great. They're the best. And some have been released as stand. I know a little. I'm I'm being like. (laughs) Uh, And they have all been released as standalone singles as well. Recently, Uh, we'll play one of the more popular ones. Um, I love this. Mm -hmm. This is very good. Also, they recently, over the past year, have really gotten into the production of it. So the videos are no longer just them sitting in a radio station. I know recently they put out uh, Brockhampton did an Alicia Keys cover, and now it's a full performance in a sort of warehouse and everything. So they're they're stepping up their production, and for good reason. We're going to start with one that is a K-Rock absolute almost uh, acoustic Christmas performer. That was smooth, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The performer is Churches, and this is covering Kendrick Lamar's Love. Give me your own for my money There's nobody, no one to outrun me So give me your own for my money Sipping bubbly, feeling lovely Living lovely Just love Amazing. That's yeah. lovely. So good. So good. And it basically every time I think like based on uh, like the BBC one or the Spotify, they pick, I think, more challenging songs mm-hmm. for the Australian station. Like I feel like they kind of up their ante a bit mm-hmm. uh, and bring their A game. That is uh, heard here with another absolute almost acoustic Christmaser, Billie Eilish, who's covering Michael Jackson's Bad. I'm giving you an account of three. Show your stuff or let it be. Cause I'm telling you, just watch your mouth. I know your game, what you're about. But they say sky's the limit, and to me, that's really true. But my friend, you've seen nothing So just wait till I get through Because I'm bad, I'm bad Come on I 
love that so much. Yeah, guys, it's always good. I like when they <laughs> don't do direct copies. They yes. make it their own and change it completely. I love it's that. It's so good. And as a radio nerd myself, I think they're doing really great stuff um, in Australia. Here's another one. Flume featuring Kai, Kaka, and Vince Staples covering Ghost Town DJ's My Boo. What? Yeah. What's wow. happening? Yeah, it's all wow. good. And that's a single. You can download that anywhere. iTunes, Spotify, you can get that song. Uh, Flume, awesome. That's a great cover. But then, German folk group that I had no idea about. So this is an example of one of the ones that show up, uh, and I had never heard of them. Mm-hmm. And you get introduced to them by a cover, which I love. And then you look into their own music, and you're like, ah, I love this group. Uh, this is a good example of it. This is Milky Chance doing Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird. Wow. Yeah, here it is. You're beautiful, that's a song You never, ever feel Love it by, it's not for some That I won't give it And them and others And them and others say this is an album well they make compilation albums that you can buy through i think amazon but they're imports and stuff oh, exports things that we used to buy when we were tower records as kids <laughs> uh, for 38 dollars because it had prince's picture on it <laughs> uh they have those but you can also download these they're all on youtube as well it's just like a version v-e-r-s-i-o-n from triple j radio in australia i could not recommend it more it is awesome and that is my get up on this get up get on up on this get up We came on the air a uh, few days ago, and we were doing a story about how the president of Iceland got in hot water in an interview with some school children where they asked his opinion on pineapple on pizza. It's good to know that uh, people in other countries also ask dumb questions. (laughs) What kind of underwear do you wear? Those kinds of questions that we see in America all the time. So what about pineapple on pizza, Mr. President? And he said if he could, he would ban it. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it caused a little bit of an international incident, as we explained at the time, because uh, Hawaiian pizza, as it's known, was actually invented in Canada, and Canada took real offense to it, and they, there had to be an apology that was made. So Jensen asked the question at the time, if you could ban a food, a food would no longer exist on the earth, what would it be? And I think that's an interesting conversation to have. Now, I think there are no right or wrong answers. Right? Well, let's remember that when I give my opinion. Because yeah. it is subjective, right? I mean, right. it's okay for other people to like a food that you don't like. Right. But I do understand the concept of, like, there are people who who would throw up at the thought of even eating pineapple on a pizza. And I get that we all have foods like that. So, Kevin, you want to start since you're Mr. Controversial here? Mine uh, is olives. Holy what? crap. Ooh. Black olives. olives? Oh, the worst. Black and green? Both. What are really? you doing? They're horrible. 
No, you're First horrible. of all, Kevin is right. Olives are, are the devil's turds. About. Second of all, <laughs> how do you feel, Kevin, when you go into a supermarket and you see an actual olive bar where they have it set up with like 40 different kinds of olives for people? Yeah, it's it's absurd. I like olives on pizza. I like uh, it in my salad. I you hate them. Are... You can't even cover it up like in a salad or in a pizza. Right. I, I will pull every single olive off of a pizza. You're wrong. <laughs> I'll take 10 minutes to get all the olives off before I eat it. <laughs> is it is it that they're salty? Is that why I like them? What is I don't I do like I them. I don't know. Huh. Did you not hear they were the devil's turds? Did I, you not hear that? I'd Ugh. even I'd even drink olive juice. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Kevin is a thousand percent right on olives. By the way, there's no the, the first person who ever tasted an olive should say, "Well, that's inedible," and then they should just stay on the tree or the vine or wherever it grows. Jensen, uh, you what's yours, Jensen? I don't like. I mean, this is very specific. I don't think we should have pulpy orange juice. Oh, I love that. No, My man, it's not yeah. good. It's you just normal orange. juice. I get the most. I don't most pulp. Most pulp. Yeah, you do. get just pulp. I don't. I like to chew my orange juice. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a meal. It's a liquid. I don't it's need. Both. It, I, no, I don't need it to be gravy with beef pieces. <laughs> it, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> I just want my orange juice to be juice. Why does it have to have a brain? You know what I mean? Like, sure. I don't need it to have anything extra. I also like the juice as well, though. Sure, then get it but, just without the pulp. No, but I like pulp too. What do you like about pulp? It's you like more the, orangey. You like the consistency? Um, yeah, I sort of like it. Yeah, it's disgusting. It seems like a mistake. <laughs> and you always have to spit it out, like just like puh, puh, this is the pulp in your mouth. No, you don't spit it no, out. It's that's, good. That you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to <laughs> drink the pulp. But I just think it's gross. It's not good. How about you, Dave? Listen, I agree with the president, and pineapple needs to go. Pineapple all together, yes. not just on pizza? Everything. Because the pineapple one is the devil's fruit because it has spikes on it, so it doesn't want to be eaten. You think and, it has a will? Yeah. And then <laughs> pineapples just ruin everything it touches. I love everything like, pineapple. Like, like if you eat it by yourself, like I don't like pineapple as a flavor, but if you eat it by itself, okay, fine. I get that. But when you put it on anything else, it just ruins the meal, so it needs to go. How about pineapple juice, though, Dave? Without pineapples, there's no pineapple juice. I'm fine with that. It's just terrible. on any other food. And, yeah, just, it just, ugh. Well, your girlfriend is not fine with that. <laughs> Being yours. Hey, All right. <laughs> I have two that are going to be very controversial, but I know that I am right. And these are, <laughs> these are, these are things that I will allow, but not the way some people consume them. All right. Cold pizza. Dumb. Banned. 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 Pizza is a hot food. Pizza is a hot food. And a cold Next. food. Move no. on. Move it gets, no. it gets send, all send congealed. pitchforks. Right, it gets all congealed <laughs> and ugly and awful. You should never, ever, ever. Look, we since we, uh, since we harnessed fire, there's no excuse to ever eat cold pizza. There's a way to heat it up. You've got a stove. You've got an oven. You've got a microwave. You've got a blowtorch. Whatever cold. you've got. No cold pizza, torch. sir. But, but, Who but, eats up their pizza with a blowtorch? Whatever you got. I mean, you don't think mornings, like morning cold pizza, is a it's like a different feel. It's a different. Absolutely unacceptable, sir. Absolutely. So All you right, would he, heat it up. It can only be eaten hot. Yes. And the other one, and I know this is going to be very controversial as well. Coffee is a hot beverage. 
No cold coffee. <laughs> what? Okay. No cold that, coffee. That's absurd. The man's people, a Nazi, right? The, the people who go to Starbucks <laughs> I want and you they in get the, ground. the frappuccinos or whatever they're called, those yeah, cold those coffees. Those are no. It's cold coffee is. There's a reason why you don't drink cold coffee. By the way, Beaton doesn't like anything cold. It's yeah. all hot. Yeah. yeah. It has that's to be hot, hot pizza. It has hot to be coffee, hot coffee. Hot pizza. You know what? I only drink cold coffee. I don't even drink Same. hot coffee. You're a monster. <laughs> he needs no. it cold. He needs all right, to, uh... I want my coffee with black olives in it with a little bit of pineapple. I'm going full speed with cold pizza. Let's go to Chris. He's Los Angeles. Chris, you're up. Yeah, any kind of runny egg is just the most disgusting my thing man. in the world to me. Oh, really, Chip? That's my yeah. one. I she love like, it. all yeah. foods. It's my yeah. kryptonite. Run, any, like, soft-boiled soft -boiled eggs, over-easy, anything that has a runny yolk, nope, get out. Wow. Nope. And and it frustrates me to no end. Anytime I see a burger place that looks like it has a really good burger, but then they put a fried egg on top with the runny eggs, mm -hmm. ruins the ruins the whole burger. <laughs> okay, yep. I can see I think, that. I think we'll allow it. I think yeah. fair enough. Thank you. All right, let's go to Eric in Burbank, line five. If we took a thousand calls, I would not have predicted <laughs> Eric's. <laughs> Eric, hey guys, what's up? What do you hate? Uh, what would you ban? I hate celery. Celery is celery. Awesome. Okay. Why? Celery yeah. is barely First a food. It's just water. It's yeah, negative that's calories. My point. What taste is that? What taste is that? Air. It's terrible. And then also, they say it's negative one calories. Like eating it is good for you. Yeah. I don't eat something to not gain calories. I eat food to gain calories. That's the point of food. <laughs> yeah, you don't eat to that's lose weight. Uh... <laughs> it does taste going a little to the like gym dirt. Where I eat. You know what I mean? It I mean, but it's to me, it's unoffensive. You can either like it a little or yeah. dislike it a little, but it does it doesn't stand out so much. Eric, what about a nice piece of celery as a snack with peanut butter? Perfect. On it? Boom. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say that you know I've been able to tolerate that over the past few years because it hides the taste of the celery. It doesn't. Right? Like I'll rather have a spoonful of peanut butter. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just cut the celery out altogether. <laughs> All right. Fair point. Fair point. What food are you banning? We'll take your calls next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Talking about uh, banning foods, a couple before we go back to the phone calls. But this one texted in, Kevin in the 951. Ban lima beans. They are awful chalk ball balls. By the way, lima beans are my favorite vegetable. Just what? Just so you know. My favorite vegetable. Uh, podcast listener here. This is Mike. He wrote when he heard us discussing having this conversation on the air, addressing foods that should be banned. My number one food is cottage cheese. How is this a food? I learned at a very early age that when milk turns chunky, do not eat the milk. So gross. Yeah, he a, does have a point. a point. Cottage cheese can be dangerous, that's for sure. And one more, Paul writes in. He says black licorice. He wants yes, to ban yes. black licorice. A lot oh, of people absolutely. hate black licorice. Yeah. Preach. Really? That's I like it. Really. But a lot of people hate it, yeah. Uh, you're okay with red licorice, Jensen? Oh, hell yeah. Just know I'm black. Okay. Yeah. Racist. All right. <laughs> Let's go to line six, please. Let's get Will on the air calling Los Angeles. We'll take as many calls as we can here. What food do you want to ban, Will? Avocados. They're disgusting. Oh, it's oh. Los Angeles. We're a local radio station. <laughs> I love avocados. And and, uh, and I'm and I'm Latino. And like my wife will try to trick me and put stuff in. <laughs> and it's like I can detect that a mile away. A gag is disgusting. Get rid of it. I love that she tries to trick you. <laughs> He does um, save a oh, lot of know, money, I though. Trying to, I just was trying to kill me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but think of all the lives that are saved if there's no avocados. Then there's no avocado hands at the emergency rooms. Mm, good point. You know, it's a, it's mm. a safety hazard. <laughs> all right. Thank you for the call. Let's go to David, line eight. He's in Bel Air. Oh, Bel Air. Hey, David. How you guys doing? Good, thank you. Good. We don't get a lot of calls from rich people. What's going on, David? <laughs> I'm just in the area, ah. but my food is mayonnaise. It is disgusting. Mayonnaise? 
Mayonnaise. Mm. We've gotten rid of mayonnaise and avocado. What are white people going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I like mayonnaise. I'm good with that. Um, no, it's how- funny. I saw that movie Undercover Brother years ago, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's why I don't like it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, how are yeah. you with other condiments? Where do you fall on ketchups and mustards? No, don't get me started. Uh, yeah, not, a big, not a big fan of ketchup. Mustard's good. Oh, just the opposite. Mustard is crap. No. Any type of mustard sucks. What do you put on your Dodger dogs, Kevin? Hot, ketchup all day. Ugh. All you day. disgust me. I, I want love you to ketchup. <laughs> all right. Thank you for the call, David. Appreciate that. Let's go to Paul just so we can dismiss him quickly on line one. Oh, Paul's right. Hey, Paul, what's the one food you want to ban? Uh, candy corn is disgusting. Candy That's corn cursed. is disgusting. You're absolutely right. Get off my phone. That just means there's more for me. Let's go to Joseph Line 2, Eagle Rock. I thought next. you said everybody could have their opinion and it's subjective and let's not But he attack. was wrong. Okay. He's wrong about candy corn. I'm the, I'm the guy from Eagle Rock who you wanted to give the rap tickets to my dealer. Oh, oh, this okay. is a guy. He's coked up. He's so coked up. He's, he's called twice. He's actually been on the line the whole time on hold. I, 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 I never give up. I, I, I keep on talking, talking, talking. No, beets. It's got to be beets. Beets suck. I hate beets suck. They, they taste bad. They smell bad. They look funny. And they stain your clothes. What and else you're... about beets, though? What else do you not like about beets? They stain your clothes. Right. I already said that. And then you, yeah. uh, I, I hate to bring this up, but then you feel like you're dying when you poop because because <laughs> after the beach, you're like, oh, my God, something broke. Oh, that's gross. No, but, no, but then you, do, you, you eat asparagus. Like, it smells when you pee. Joseph, call us every day, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Let's go to another Joseph. This is line five. La Habra up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Joseph, what are you trying to ban here, buddy? Tofu. What the heck, guys? Oh, I'm with you tofu. on that. Get rid of it. I find tofu to that. be – I mean, look, here's the thing I'll tell you about tofu. A lot of it is terrible. There is such thing as really, really good tofu. But they claim that almost all tofu is tastes better, blah, 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 and that's just a lot. How is the taste different of tofu? What, what, I've had many of them. They're just consistency-based, right? Um, yes, but some some of them are more flavorful than others, is what I'm saying. There definitely are good kinds of tofu. Maybe you haven't had any yet. And you're also probably a meat eater, so you don't have a lot of occasion to have tofu. Yeah, no, I'm steak and potatoes kind of guy, so yeah. tofu needs to get out as soon as possible. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Thanks for the call. Wow, the, these calls cannot come in any faster. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Azusa. Kathy, up next, please, line six. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Oh, okay. So I hate mushrooms with a passion. They do not belong on pizza. They just suck. I hate them. That is what I get. I get uh, a cheese pizza with mushrooms. That's what yeah, I get. That's that's delicious. Oh, that's great. Oh, my that's goodness. Great. <laughs> I mean, I get it if you're just pulling them, like, out of the ground on a walk. Maybe they don't taste just yeah, right. What but... kind of an animal are you? <laughs> but if they're prepared, I think I'm, I think we're going to – can we overrule her? Yes, yeah, so. absolutely. All right. Thank you for the call. And it's, it's binding. Legally. Bonnie yeah. uh, no, no, yeah. M- uh, writes in, by the way, on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account, at Kevin and Bean, pickles have to go Agreed. get them off the planet. Agreed. What you, I, Hate I, have you been to a deli? They bring you the – those are delor- – they're great. Hate it. Oh, good. Hate it. Don't want it. All right. Pickles to, need uh, to go. Brussels sprouts, too, by the way. What are you doing? Get the F out of my life. You all Pris- are just disgusting. <laughs> Priscilla, Hermosa Beach, Line 8. Jensen, are you getting the impression that Kevin's menu is very limited? <laughs> yeah, he's just it's just mac and cheese left. And I don't even know if he likes that. I do. I love it. Uh, okay, I eat good. it every day. All right, good. Priscilla, hi. Hi, guys. Raisins have to go. Oh, raisins. Raisins? Oh. What's yeah. wrong with delicious sweet raisins? <laughs> Well, I'm from Brazil, and, like, during the holidays, they put raisins and rice and, like, a lot of holiday foods. They just have to go because people pick them out. 
So she's actually no. right. She's actually right. She is right. People that put too, raisins in too many things, and I do pick it. What out. about raisin bread toast? Ooh, good question. I like that. Mm. No. How about raisin bran? Ooh. How about the California <laughs> raisins? Great band. <laughs> Priscilla's just out <laughs> on all of them. How about raisin Arizona? <laughs> Come on, you got to give me that one. How about Puffy's performance in Raisin in the Sun? <laughs> Come on, Priscilla, work with us. <laughs> we're no, we're no, trying no, to I'm save Raisin. Let's keep them all. She's all right. out. Okay, go. thanks for the call. It's Kevin and Bean. K-Rock, K-Rock, Lightning is a name many K-Rock listeners have heard throughout the years. He came to work here about a year and a half after we did, and he started on our show, I think, as an intern, if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. Then he uh, graduated to being a phone screener, and then he was the stunt boy for a number of years. And then eventually he became the producer of the show for a long time. Everybody then he left. Say hey! <laughs> hey! Oh! Everybody scream! Then at some point he left our show but continued on at K-Rock, doing lots of great work behind the scenes with K-Rock.com, working in the digital department, doing a lot of jobs. He's the guy who does the AIS commercials that you hear. Well, he recently announced that he was going to be getting out of the broadcasting business and going back to his first love, which is automotive industry. He's got a great job working with car parts, which he's very happy about. And I guess the uh, the theme of last week's B-Team podcast, Kevin, was kind of a tribute and farewell to our man Lightning. Yeah, he was announcing that he was leaving, and he asked Bean and I to be a part of it, and we were. And here's the uh, first announcement. Yes, I am departing the world-famous K-Rock. I was given a wonderful opportunity to join a great company, and I'm doing so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on. There ain't no more K-Rock for Lightning. I quit this bitch. That's kind of a bummer. How long have you been here? I have been with K-Rock since June of 1991. Holy crap. 27 years. Mother I am very sad to hear this news. I'm happy about it. I have to be honest. You, you've worn on me. Yeah. <laughs> what a I'm really getting tired of it. I know. No, I, I agree with Bean. It's a bummer. It's a super bummer um, because you are part of the fabric of K-Rock, part of what makes K-Rock and has made K-Rock for over a quarter century something uh, special. And uh, you have lived and breathed this radio station, and, and I don't think I can think of anyone who has worked harder over those years than you have, Lightning, or contributed less. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That was an insult. <laughs> See what you did there? Um... We tried to do a lot of stuff with him, and unfortunately, in the 90s, he was our producer and whipping boy, both at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he Dave, was... see how lucky you have it, by the way, that we don't make you do the types of things we made Lightning Jesus do back in the day? Jesus Christ. Yep. My God. Like, like the meat suit. Lightning, have you talked about, you were our stunt boy, right, for a while on the show. Have you talked about some of the things that we made you do? Oh, yeah. Y- yeah, yeah, actually quite a few. So the reason. You talked about the meat suit? We, I don't know that we talked about the meat <laughs> no, suit. No, because that got shut down by lawyers. Yeah. Well, right, but it's, it's something we tried to do. Dave, do you know about this? No, I don't. Okay, so um, it was going to be running with the bulls, but we couldn't organize that, so it was going to be running with the pit bulls. And the guys oh were going to send me out God. to the Hollywood Equestrian Center, I think at Burbank, in a meat suit. So this is way pre you know those, Lady Gaga. Those yeah. like chain link yeah, yeah. body coverings. We were going to put meat on the outside of it, and he would run with the pit bulls. Yes. So and we, for some reason, the lawyers thought that was a bad idea. No, oh. no. You know what it was? It wasn't It wasn't the lawyers. Oh, it was PETA. It PETA was, shut us that's down. That's right. We they were, were afraid that we would traumatize the pit bulls. Correct. Yes. By offering them free steaks, by yes. the way, which is all we were doing. Yes. All they had to do was self-serve. And I recall... That uh, uh, 
it was not a single call about me. It was all about, of oh, course. the dogs are going to traumatize the dogs. Like, I'm going to die. No, um, the terminology there's... at the time was worrying yes, the dogs. Worrying the dogs. That was, that was what they said. Can we do it today? I mean, oh, I yeah. prefer not. You're Let's do it today. You're not right? gonna be an employee. You're not an employee. <laughs> we can totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> meat soup. Meat soup. Meat soup. Meat soup. Why am I chanting meat soup? <laughs> Allie, that's the uh, the type of thing we used to make lightning do. By oh way. man. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't love all of it. No. Uh, there was a time in the B Team podcast, which you can get where you get the Kevin and Bean podcast. Um, where we had to talk about our relationships with each other and who we loved and who we hated and why. I love everyone here. I love the air staff. I love I love you guys in this room. I mean, you, I know that who do you love the least? Sounds, <laughs> who do I love the least? I it, it, I toggle before between you and Bean. There you but like, yeah. uh, Who's yeah. that most of the time? Me? You oh, guys? No, Bean. Okay, good. Bean, Bean. Um, you took me. To, you took me to Vegas like a couple dozen times. Yeah. All you paid for everything, and we had an amazing yeah, I, time. Yeah. And Bean bought me like pancakes. So it comes down to cash. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's lightning. That's lightning. lightning. It comes down that's to cash. Perfect lightning right there. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, Bean, I'm his favorite because I spent more money on him. No, Look, I can't. I, I can't compete with your deep pockets, what's Kevin. Happening? You guys were both my abusive brothers. Like I had You've never. You said that several times. And but... it's real. I know that you. Like I have to get in that humor. out. Like, it's not in humor. It's in humor. You got, you it was guys in humor from us. Were. You guys were you. You broke my heart when you made fun of my my mom for killing my dog. All right, hold on like, a second. Hold on. Did we kill your dog? See, this is Kevin. <laughs> did we being defensive? Did we kill your dog? Hmm. No, of course no. you didn't okay. kill my dog. Who killed your dog? Who put my dog to sleep? Yes, my mother. Okay. Did she tell you? Uh, after it happened, she right. didn't warn me. Uh huh. And were we involved in that process somehow? Did you did get, we get to your mom and go, hey, don't tell Lightning you killed this dog? Did you get my mom on the phone on LA radio and make her cry? I mean, I hope so. If she put your dog down <laughs> without telling you. See, that's oh, the beat I love right there. That's the beat I love. She should cry. She put your dog to sleep without telling you. That's insanity. That happened. Think, listen, that I, was real. Listen, listen, listen. I love you guys. Honestly. I, I really do. You guys are my are my older abusive brothers. Yeah, we got it. No, <laughs> abusive. It, it, it's going to hurt to you leave. You know we love you, too, right? Yeah, I know you do. Okay. Seriously, though. Yeah. Okay. That was a, a, an emotional conversation. There's much more on the B-Team podcast, the latest episode. Dave, I'm glad you're in here as one of the co-hosts of the podcast. Yeah. What's the, so many people are asking, what's the future of the podcast with Lightning Gone? Um, I think we're going to take a crack at it and keep going. And here's Lightning uh, with his message to listeners. Do you have a message for any of the listeners? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Um... This this building, these people are. It's uh, you're gonna you're actually make me well up. Uh, this is a really special radio station. This is a really uh, such a great group of people that uh, the things that it it's everyone here is working for something they believe in. There are no there's no one here that's just coming in to collect a paycheck. It was always about passion and and wanting to make the best, the be, whatever, playing the best music, making the, the funniest comedy, the most sincere connection with the audience. And I, I can't thank the K-Rock audience enough for uh, for as many stupid blunders as I've made all these years and, you know, and, and, and laughable moments and stuff. They, they've been really kind. Um, and uh, I, I want to thank everyone here. Uh, the list is way too long. Maybe I'll put it on Facebook. But there's been so many inspirations in this building from Mr. Weatherby, who's been my mentor, Kevin and Bean, who I, I love so dearly. You guys, um, 
feelings mutual. Yep. It's just an incredible place, and I'm really excited about the future. The wonderful thing is now I get to be, you know, I get to be a fan again. I, I, I get because I started a fan. I will always be a fan, and it, it, um, I want it to to continue to be the world famous K Rock to me forever. Well, just remember, you're not a fan, dude. Your family. Huh. Yeah. Thank you. I quit this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Right. Sounded like wisdom. That was some Hallmark S right there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna a little it was a little long. I was tired, so you know it kinda it kinda <laughs> hit me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. You're all doing great. Except for Kevin. K-Rock. It's time for what's up with Florida. You've got yet people in Florida! <laughs> you bunch of bastards! Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? You always have the craziest news. What's up with you? America's most penis-shaped state is back in the news all over the place. Kevin, I want to start with an update on a story that I know you have been obsessed with, which is the latest fan at the Buffalo Bills game last Monday night throwing a dildo out onto the field. Yep. It won't surprise you that they did make an arrest in that case. It was Michael Abdella of Ovido, Florida. Of course. 34 years old. He was identified by witnesses in in-stadium video surveillance footage, has been charged with disorderly conduct and creating a hazardous or offensive condition. Mm. Would you have ever guessed that that's a thing? No, I didn't know that was a charge. But he I, did throw it perfectly right where they were about to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's really talented. I mean, it was re- if you were watching the game, you couldn't miss it. It was right. center screen. But I just I knew you wouldn't be surprised <laughs> to find out that it was a man from Florida. I don't uh, do this, but there are people who are really into air traffic above. There are people who track flights. There's also something called Flight Radar 24. Aviation fans use it, and it gives users the ability to track the flight paths of planes all around the world. Well, in Florida last week, he might as well have come on and said, this is your pilot speaking. We're at a cruising altitude of 40,000 feet, and we're going to be making penis shapes in the air today. Hmm? He was flying a private plane above Florida on purpose to make penis shapes so that people who were looking at it on the radar would see it and laugh. That is a small audience that he was working for, but I admire it. It doesn't say who he was, but I think we got to applaud that guy, right? Respect. A 46-year-old Indian River County jail inmate on October 7th reported to investigators that a ghost named Bill told him to swing a broom at a television to get out of jail. His name is Vincent Foggy. He's in the common room there at the jail, and he picks up a broom and starts smashing the flat-screen TV valued at $300 on the wall. Yes, his story was that it was a ghost named Bill that told him if he did it, he would get out of jail. It did not work. Rather than being freed, he was arrested again on a criminal mischief charge in connection with the alleged TV bashing. See, the ghost lied. Bill's a dick. What a dick. It's not his fault. Look, take it up with Bill. All right, I promise you uh, the search for Crapper Man. Here's the story. So police in one panhandle town, they're looking for a man that they've dubbed the Crapper Man after a camera caught him defecating in public. I don't know what else you'd call him. Crestview police report this man did his business behind a jewelry store and an employee almost stepped right in the mess. I am so glad we are blurring that out this morning. Uh, The police chief is uh, very angry about this, saying it really stinks when people don't give a crap about their terror. Oh, God. Go to hell. Why Uh, did they have to do that, This is why I hate wordplay and puns, because they do it horribly on the news. That's terrible. 
This uh, video, by the way, is just, I mean, they did blur out his butt, but it is burned into my eye holes because yeah, he just goes between two cars right. behind this jewelry store and just poops. Right. I mean, we can under, we can all have a visual of that. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Karen Cooper was ready to go out on a limb to save her beloved, so she got married to a tree. There is a giant ficus in Fort Myers that is in there for over a century. But as you can imagine, with trees, there comes a time where they go, well, it's not healthy and we may Mm. have to cut it down. And Mm -hmm. the neighbors are furious about this because it's a landmark. It's a place where people picnic. They have uh, wedding ceremonies under it. Uh, It's a big deal. It's been there, like I said, for over 100 years. So she decided that she would have a wedding. And that's what she did. Um, If she cuts down this tree, I'm going to be a widow. I mean, if they cut down the street, I'm going to be a widow. I don't know how she thinks that's going to help. Like, is the city going to go, you know what? This tree really has to go. It's a safety hazard. Oh, you know what? But it's married. It's married. Mm. We can't the touch it now. <laughs> nothing we can do about She'll that. Be a widow. <laughs> in uh, Silver Springs, Florida, authorities are searching for a person who attempted to break into vending machines in an Osala laundromat. The person went into the express laundry there on East Springs Boulevard and tried to break into the vending machines, causing damage to the property. Here's why I love this story. The photo was released by Marion County deputies. They show the person wearing a large clock around his neck. Flame, flame, flame. flame. With the hands positioned to the time 420. Also wearing white sunglasses, a white V-neck, and gray shorts. Just trying to blend in. Let him have it. (laughs) Anyone with information is asked to contact Crime Stoppers of Marion County. Who is going to go out and commit a crime, vandalism, and theft, and wear a giant clock around his neck? I don't know, but I love it. It just doesn't seem to make any sense at all. All right, and finally, this is one of those news stories that I see, and I have more questions than answers at the end of it. This guy is accused of dumping 70 gallons of human poop onto a road. Let's hear more, shall we? Kevin Smiley says it was all a mistake, yet he does admit to this spill. By the way, his name is uh, Kevin. Yeah, I I'm going to make sure you understand that. A man arrested for a stinky situation oh. shares his side of... <laughs> I, I hate, mean, I hate news people. They have to do Stop it. Stop it. They don't. They can be better that's, at it. They, that's Kevin, terrible. it's a stinky situation, and he doesn't give a crap. Come on, man. Didn't you learn anything from Crapper Man? The story. I just want people to know that I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't, I didn't deliberately go out there and dump 70 pounds of waste. Kevin Smiley says he thought the buckets of waste wouldn't slip out of the truck he was driving. But when they did, he didn't know what to do. Okay, here's my number one concern. I thought when I saw the headline of this story that this was going to be a dude whose job it is is to go around and clean out septic tanks or to go around and empty porta potties. He's I driving hope. around in a like an F one fifty or something right. with giant plastic buckets in the back of his car filled with poop. Why? Why? And how, where did it come from? And where is he taking it? And that it, that can't be somebody's job, can it? Like, is there any possible explanation for driving around with buckets of poop? Not with lids or anything like that in the back of your truck. Mm-mm. I can't just, imagine. I can't figure it out. I just panicked. I didn't know what to do. So I just took off. I should have turned around and went, once I calmed down, turned around and went back and picked the stuff up. His boss took his truck away after the arrest, which is why the feces just sat there. Now, that does make it sound like he was working because yeah. the boss took the truck away, but again, sure. in buckets, though. I don't... Hmm. I finally borrowed a car this morning. Went over there and cleaned up the mess. Charlotte County Utilities disinfected the site this morning. 
and Smiley will get the bill. I'll pay it. I dumped it. <laughs> I lost the stuff out there. No, I'll pay the bill, but I don't think I should go back to jail for this. Go back to jail? <laughs> What's happening now? Again, there's a fourth more offense. Questions. More questions than answers, you guys. This is What's Up With Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? Why did we agree to do this? Why did we agree to do anything? I hate us. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I hate us. Okay. Here's how I knew it was bad. Allie was on vacation last week, mm-hmm. and she emailed the show to tell us how furious she was about the lady she had read about online. And I said, hold it. Wait. Hang on to your rage. You're going to be back on the radio soon enough. We'll save it till Monday. So we did, we did not touch this while you were gone. Good name for an Allie podcast, by the way. Hold on to your rage with Allie McKay. <laughs> I love it. You guys, this uh, this blew my mind in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Listen, I understand mommy bloggers have a place in the world. A lot of times they'll do lifestyle posts, children rearing posts, that type of thing that new moms really get into. You can learn great tips, all of that. But I think a lot of mommy bloggers are garbage human beings mm. that use their children in a way that is disgusting. Mm. Now, the point, uh, <sighs> forgive me, I'm not in the mommy uh, blogger circuit, but the mm-hmm. point is to <laughs> to help educate other people who are either going through or have gone through what you have with being pregnant, having a baby, raising a kid, right? Absolutely. Yep. Okay, Absolutely. Gotcha. I'm going to tell you about a woman named Katie. She runs a popular Instagram account called Bauer Power Blog. She's got about 53,000 followers. She typically does parenting lifestyle tips, that type of thing. Posts a ton of stuff mm-hmm. about her children. So last week, she made a um, a huge misstep, really, in posting about her son, Weston. The post started off very sweet. It's Weston's sixth birthday. So picture of cute Weston. Mm-hmm. Thankful for Weston today. My Weston was just the best baby, cuddly and easy, but a hard toddler, always on the move, slow to talk, which led to lots of crying. But he's one of the most helpful and sweethearted little boys. She goes on, she goes on, ends it with, and when he hugs and kisses you, you believe it. And I'm like, all right, that's nice. I wouldn't post it because there's so many creeps online. Keep your kids offline. Right. But that's so just So far, me. it's just a, just a proud mom so just loving far. on her son, right? So Not a far. problem. Let's, uh, let's throw this car into reverse as we are <laughs> okay. going 90 down the highway. Guys, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Instagram never really liked my munchkin, and it killed me inside. His photos never got as many likes. What? Never got comments. From a statistical point of view, he wasn't as popular with everyone out there. <laughs> no, no, what? no, no, no. Maybe part of that was the pictures just never hit the algorithm right. Oh. <gasps> part might be because he was quote the baby for a very short amount of time before LJ came along and then Max and then Ella and people just like babies Uh. I say all this because I want to believe it wasn't him (laughs) now hold on could it be Weston is there anything that you've seen in the photos does he have a misshapen head or something please hold I want to say this because I want to believe it wasn't him that it was on me my insufficiency caused this statistical deficit. What? Because obviously, is my munch should get all the love. 
And his squinty eyes are totally adorable. So she's throwing that in like, maybe it's a squinty eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Allie, hang on to your rage. Hang on to your rage. Oh. So all we can do is this, right? Because I know that my munch deserves all the likes. So she's now oh. asking everyone to like this post about Mason, oh. her squinty-eyed little kid who no, ain't wait, this doing is Weston much. is the squinty oh, kid, Oh, I'm right? sorry, Weston. Why am I calling him Mason? Honestly, <laughs> it's that. all kind of Mason. You exactly. Know what I mean? She named exactly. for five kids, basically Mason. Uh, so the other kid, she she's doing this with all of her kids mm-hmm. online, and yes. Weston consistently. Yes. Has comes the up lowest, short. The lowest number of likes. And people just say, you know, it might be because he was only a baby for a short yeah, amount of time. Sure. Then she started having the other kids. People just don't like older kids as much. They you gotta guys. put him up for adoption, right? He I, can't live in that family I and mean, bring the average down. For sure. Um, she then says, P.S. I wanted to clarify that I revealed this feeling because I know one day he will see the numbers oh. and have oh, to learn no. that his value is not in online approval. You're, everything about this is your online approval. You're upset that Weston isn't getting the likes You're that teaching you him want. that's all that matters. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the Tito Jackson of the Bowers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is a hard lesson for anyone to learn, and I'm thankful I have learned it. I hope you can be understanding and not take things out of context or believe that this in any way affects how I see or treat my children. Ugh. All comments and well wishes I read to the birthday boy. Really? She read this love... one. Your mom she... is awful. Wow. <laughs> Run away, Weston. She does love all of her kids except Weston, right? She's got to. She's got mostly because of the algorithm, though. Yeah. Right, sure. Not but because he's heinous. Here's one of my favorite things. So um, I read... A bunch of think pieces, of course, on this woman. But this one. <laughs> this was Allie's whole Thanksgiving, by the way. How many think pieces do you need on this woman? Lacey Chabert and mommy blogger uh, think pieces. What a, what a vacation. I'm just saying. But um, this one is from actually a friend of mine that um, is at Barstool Sports. But he said, got to be real tough to turn six and learn mommy doesn't love you because you drag down her Instagram <laughs> analytics and you F up the algorithm that gets our, on everyone's front page. You're supposed to be focused on earning mother's affection through penne pasta necklaces and hand traced turkeys. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's up at all hours of the night analyzing your like comment ratio and wondering if it's your squinty eyes that strangers <laughs> hate or the fact that you weren't a baby long enough to garner the internet's favor. So, of course, people started posting about this and people were writing, nothing shows a parent's love more than their careful scrutiny of their kids' web metrics as a proxy for their own worth. What a human disgrace of a mother. I hope they bought Weston a, a loser cake for his birthday. Oh, just an L. Oh, or just a big cake. L on the cake. Or, or yeah. just a cake with, like, uh, zero and heart. Like All zero likes. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. You guys, here's the thing. She has responded in a series of Instagram stories that have obviously expired, explaining it was about personal growth for her. She oh. wanted to learn that the likes do not reflect on me. <gasps> she made it worse. Wow. She made it so worse. she wants to make sure her kid is to blame because she doesn't want to fail. Essentially. Wow. I hate everything about this woman, and I want DCFS to take these kids away. If only Weston. <laughs> I no, mean, no, let's be honest, all of them. Let's take all of them. Yeah. This is, That's you insane. guys, it is insanity. 
So way to go, Katie Bauer Power Blog. I just commented on her last post, and I just put, I'm only here for Weston picks. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. It's a total disaster. On K-Rock. Are you ready for Weird Al Yankovic? What beat? What's that noise? (laughs) Can you talk like a human? It's weird. It's weird. weird. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Weird Al Yankovic. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi. It's the most wonderful day of the year. About once a year, Al comes by, and it's like like a visit from Santa Claus. It's It's a holiday of of our very own. Sure. This makes us all so happy. Al, how have you been? I'm doing well. Thank you, Bane. Why are your voices going so high? (laughs) Al, you have had an unbelievable 2018. Just when you think, just when you think you've done it all, 2018 must go down as one of your greatest years ever. Let's say that it is. (laughs) Yes, you'll go along with that. It's all all downhill after this. (laughs) Before we talk about the strings attached tour, which is why you're here, let's talk about what led to the strings attached, which was the crazy tour that you did earlier this year. I I like going to extremes. So, like earlier this year, I did the uh, ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour, (laughs) which is my most stripped-down tour. That was literally just me and the band walking. Walking out on stage and sitting down on stools and playing all the songs that nobody wants to hear, all the <laughs> but deep cuts. Ironically, everyone wanted to hear. <laughs> it actually did very. It was a great tour. It went really well and I had a great time. But I thought, you know, we've done that. Now let's go the whole other direction. Let's do the most, you know, huge extravaganza we can possibly think of. So it's me and the band and background singers, and we've got the costumes and the props and the big screen. And by the way, we've got a full symphony orchestra on every day. <laughs> That's unreal. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, is it just that you have done the, the the standard Weird Al tour for so many years that it you you wanted to mix it up for yourself and for the band? Yeah, that, like, yeah, we did we did a, a two hundred dates on the mandatory fun tour, and again that was great. But that was sort of like the same kind of tour that people have been seeing for decades. It's you know me and the fat suit, me and the Amish get up and the Segway and all that kind of stuff, which is fun. But I thought you know I want to do something different, so that's why we're trying all these different iterations now and and uh, giving people something different. And you're saying every city has a different or- the, an orchestra, and every city does mm-hmm. it. Basically, yeah. I mean, there's some cities that have branded orchestras like the Colorado Symphony and, and uh, some uh, cities were putting together our own or- orchestra. So I'm already getting like phone calls and emails. My cousin plays the viola. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry about sending you that email. <laughs> yeah. He I is just, good, though. I just can't imagine an orchestra going, hey, you guys, we have to get through Eat It because we still have fat. Right. Let's get going. Come on now. <laughs> Pick up the pace. How, I mean, I don't know anything about how uh, music works. Obviously, these are talented musicians in these orchestras around the city, so they're good at learning material fast. But how does it even work? Do you send, do, is the music all written out and you send it out 
out to him like a couple of weeks in advance? It's all improv. Practice? Totally improv. <laughs> yeah. oh no, no, we, I've got a ranger. Uh, half of this show is from uh, the Hollywood Bowl show. We, we did two nights of the Hollywood Bowl a couple of years ago, and it was, which is basically the Mandatory Fun Tour, but with orchestra. And half of the show is going to be the same because we, we're playing the hits and the fan favorites, and right. half of the show is going to be songs that I think would be sounding really great with an orchestra. Right. But there is written music, and everybody that we're going to be playing with is, is a professional, you know, first-class union uh, musician. And, and But the scary thing to me is, and again, it's going to be great, but they, they see the music for the first time that day, right. and we run oh. through it that afternoon, and then we do the show. Wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but wow. I, it would be very difficult to find any musician who doesn't know a Weird Al song yeah, true. by heart. Like, this is, it's not like they're just springing on a new, you know, mim single. Like, they're, they're actually picking something that they know, so it's not going to be that hard. It's probably a good time for people who have to take their lives pretty seriously most of the time. They're probably going to love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not Papa Roach's new album. <laughs> so were you on this stripped-down tour just sitting on the stool thinking, how could I really one-up this? Like, you, your mind never stops. I kind of thought of this uh, about the same time that I thought of the stripped-down tour because I've, okay. I've got the five-year plan. I've got the whole business model. Sure. Cool. <laughs> I can tell you what I'm doing for the next 35 years, but it's a secret. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure, sure. No, but I, I just thought that it, this is the way to go because you got to give them the, the one extreme then the other. Are you one of those people that once a tour ends, you're able to relax for a while, or are you constantly thinking about getting back on the road? No, when I'm off, when I'm uh, not working, I can totally unplug. Turn it off. Yes, yeah. it's, it's hard to get me plugged back in, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what do you do when you have that kind of downtime? Uh, mostly I'm just comatose. I'm just I'm just drooling, drooling out just of the like, side of my mouth okay. a lot. Let, let's talk about the Hamilton Polka for a minute. Sure. Because you and Lin-Manuel Miranda have kind of a mutual admiration society. I think that goes back a long ways, right? Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, we got together after after In the Heights because uh, I was thinking, oh, it would be fun to do a Broadway musical and we have the same agent and they said, well, you should meet Lin-Manuel and I said, yes, I should. <laughs> <laughs> and and we got along really really well. Lynn has been a fan of mine since he was a, a young kid. Apparently, I mean, hasn't everyone? But <laughs> I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. He came to my house and we knocked ideas around, and nothing kind of gelled at the time. Uh, but we've got a plan. Sometime in the next forty-five to fifty years, we'd like to write a musical <laughs> okay, together. Okay, all right. So you've narrowed it down great. to that. Yeah, good. Did he? One, do I remember correctly? At one of the New York shows, he came out on stage and sang "Yoda" with you, right? He did. Yeah, <laughs> it was a surprise to everybody. Like at the very end of the show, I'm doing the audience sing along, and then I go, "Okay." Okay, now just Lin Manuel, and he runs out from the side of the stage <laughs> and sings a chorus, and people are like, "What just What's happened?" Happening? Yeah. The Hamilton Polka, for folks who don't know, is the entire Broadway smash play, Hamilton, in five minutes. And you kind of uh, reinterpolated, is that the word? Let's go with that one, yeah. Um, All of the songs from the show and put your own spin on it in just five minutes. That that, that was the idea. I mean, uh, uh, truthfully, it's like obviously not the whole show. I I Mm -hmm. didn't, (laughs) all the really sad songs about people dying and orphanages and (laughs) all that. that Let's maybe excise those for the the polka. (laughs) Was that one of the most challenging? challenging things you've ever done, Al? Well, it was uh, because, you know, Lynn's a, a good friend of mine, and I, I, I'm i a huge fan of Hamilton, and, like, I don't want to screw this one up. Yeah, so there was a lot of pressure to make it good. Did you run it by him? I, I gave him the list of songs that I was going to put in the medley, and after that I said, I'm not going to, you know, play it for you until it's done because right. I told him, you can only hear it for the first time once, and mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a special experience for him. And uh, I was very happy that his wife, Vanessa, uh, videotaped him watching it and oh, listening right? to it for the, for the first time. It so that's amazing. actually on YouTube, him just, like, freaking out listening to the song for the first well, time. Well, because, again, as you mentioned, I mean, you were a childhood hero of his, and now he's got you covering him, you know? So, of course, it was a thrill. And when you guys came out together on The Tonight Show, and you had to, I don't know if you were lip-syncing or if you were rapping it live, but 
there's so many words in that song. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's thousands of words in that song. Yeah, and unfortunately, I, and I told him and I told uh, Jimmy Fallon at the time, this is one of the songs I'll, I'm probably never going to do live because I, I wrote it uh, much too complicated to ever actually perform. <laughs> you don't think about that as you're writing? No. Well, there's I, I no did. way I'm going to be able to perform this. There are some songs that I do that I go, okay, this is not going to be a live one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The great Weird Al Yankovic in studio with us here on The Kevin Bean Show. We have so much more to discuss right after this on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Al Yankovic blew his brains out in the late 80s after people stopped buying his records. That is not I true. I think hey. that's true. Al no, is no, healthy no. and well and fine <laughs> and in studio with us right now on the Kevin and Bean Show here on the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, let's talk about that uh, Weezer song for a second, Al. I know that you just have a lot of, uh, you probably get a lot of text messages from a lot of people asking you to do things. Is, is that where it started? Is Rivers Cuomo just said, hey, come be in our video? Well, I'll, I'll tell you that I haven't told the story before. It's not a it's not a good or interesting story, but this is the first Excellent. time I'm telling it. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's what you do with Kevin and Bean. All right. I, uh, I got a text from uh, uh, Violet, who is Frank Black's wife. I'm uh, friends with the Pixies. And she texted and said, hey, we're playing, uh, we're playing the forum with, uh, with Weezer uh, next week. Uh, do you want to come to the show? And I text back, yeah, absolutely, I'd love to come. And then about 10 minutes later, like, oh, I told the guys from Weezer that you're coming and they want you on stage with them. <laughs> like, That's I said, awesome. I said, well, okay. And they said, we want you to play Africa with us. I said, yeah, sounds great. So I, I did did that and uh, it was a blast. And uh, uh, the video of that, the live performance went viral. And then uh, not too long after that, I got another uh, text from uh, from River saying, uh, you want to do a video for us? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is hilarious because it's a i mean there's no reason for you to be in that video no reason at all yeah, there's no, no connection there's whatsoever. a reason for al to be in every song mm-hmm. i guess that's true speaking of jumping on stage with people do you keep track of how many bands you have gotten up <laughs> on stage with because don't you do a thing in hawaii every year with, with, uh, with alice cooper and steve tyler yeah at like new year's eve they do a thing for the maui food bank Alice but, Cooper and Steven Tyler, you're on stage. It's like, yeah. that's, that's the best part of being me. It's like every every day is like rock star fantasy camp. Like, oh, I'm going to jump on stage with one of my all-time favorite bands again. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a wish list? Like, is there somebody you keep waiting to ask you to come up on stage? Like, have you ever been up on stage with Paul McCartney? Uh, that would be probably be number one on my list. I'm not going to hold my breath for that to happen. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be amazing, obviously, yeah. A couple of things I wanted to ask you about that have happened since the last time you joined us. You got a star on the Hollywood oh, Walk of Fame. I did. How's that feel? It, it was amazing. You know, I have to tell you, um, it's uh, it was a lot more emotional than I thought. I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to go up there and do a funny speech and be wacky and, you know, and just be professional. But once you get up there and you have, you know, Laurent Gubler from the Chamber of Commerce giving your whole life story. And then Dr. Domeno came up and, and Tom Lennon came up, one of my closest friends. And they're wow. saying all these sweet stories about me. And, and then people from my childhood and from my college days are there. And the fans, I mean, the fans are the ones that actually bought the star. You have to be selected. But then, no, it's it's a pricey thing. There's a b- big chunk of change they have right. to pay. And the fans collected all this money, and they came from around the world to show up and see me receive the star. Wow. So it was very emotional. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to hold it together during the whole thing. Wow. How about that? Even with all the honors and awards and everything you've won, this one seemed uh, special. It, it Absolutely very special, yeah. And now I can just go there and just, like, you know, watch people urinate on my star. Yeah, and, right. Hey. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of Hollywood history now. Good times. <laughs> has, uh, has anyone jackhammered your star up? Not yet. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you I near? Think, Who are you near? I am near uh, the, the uh, recently departed uh, uh, Buck Owens. No, no, no. no, oh. no Ray, uh, Ray Clark. Sorry. Ray, Ray, Clark, Clark. Yeah, Ray Clark. Oh, Ray Clark. wow. He passed yeah. away yesterday. Yep. Yep. Well, that's, oh, so uh, your star is It's the curse. It's the curse. Wow. How you feeling? Who's on the other side? You know, I'm okay. 
name. <laughs> I heard that Roy Clark was the healthiest 85-year-old in the world until your star went next to his. Oh, <laughs> but you're going to have a lot of extra visitors to your, you know, your part of the real estate, though, because of uh, because of all the Roy Clark fans, I imagine. I would, I would think <laughs> so. You're getting some of his runoff. Uh, one other thing, and if I could give you some uh, note, uh, some notes wow, here, wow, Al. Wow, I, I, I think I'm serious. I think you missed an opportunity, my Uh-oh. friend. What I do? You're usually a very uh, perceptive guy, a very smart guy, obviously a very career savvy guy. You've managed to keep it going for a long time. Oh, but no, what I, happened? I, I feel like you missed an opportunity to not re-release Bohemian Polka with a new video because Bohemian Rhapsody is the biggest song in the world right now. It's back in the top oh, 40 again because of this movie. That's true. And your version of Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Polka, is masterful. Thank, well, every 10 years, it's a huge hit. So that, I'm leaving that for all the viral <laughs> video makers. I, I, I just I think it was a missed opportunity, dude. Bean, it's, it's, if you want to make a video for it, you go right ahead. I would okay. love that. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's make a video. Maybe, maybe Rivers Cuomo should make a video for it. Yeah. I'm more of a uh, ukulele player than I am an accordion player. Okay. Uh, Describe but, player. I mean, I own one. Okay. I do. I own a ukulele. Right. Do you play the ukulele, Al? I, not well, no. But you can play it? I, I learned how to play it one day, and then the next day I forgot how to play. <laughs> okay. All right. So Fair you put enough. in your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Weird Al Yankovic 2019 Strings Attached Tour. You're going all over the country. This is going to be a lot of next year, right? I, I, I want to say there's not uh, uh, 2019 Strings Attached. That's, that's, a lot <laughs> that's of people, the name of it. Okay. Yeah. That's just the name of the it's tour. It's a full puppeteer show. Understood, <laughs> yes. Before we say goodbye, we have 60 seconds with our guest, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh-oh. Al, Kevin is going to fire questions at you for one minute. Just okay. the first answer that comes to your mind. I'm Good ready. Luck. 60 seconds with Weird Al. What were you like in high school? Uh, younger. Did you get beat up in high school? Oh, I'm getting beat up right now. <laughs> Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no? I just like to watch. Okay. <laughs> What's the worst job you ever had? Accordion repo man. <laughs> Do you ever look in your closet and say, God damn, I hate Hawaiian shirts? No, I don't curse. That's never okay. Uh, Pineapple pizza, yes or no? Uh, uh, Only when it's uh, pineapple pizza, yes. Okay. IHOP or Denny's? Oh, gosh, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to go with Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Sad answer. What's the thing most people would be surprised to find out about you? I'm really an elderly Korean woman. Okay. (laughs) What's your least favorite song that you've ever done? Uh, Let's go with Got a Boogie. (laughs) Have you ever been in a real fight? Um, No, let's start one. Okay. Uh, What did you want to be as a kid? Um, uh, Rivers Cuomo. If you were on a desert... Oh! I wish I could have answered that question, but the time is out. (laughs) time is out. What are we going to do? Al, happy holidays, my friend. Thanks for stopping by the Kevin Beecher. Great to see you. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Dumb. Uh, First story comes to us from Mississippi. A man crashes his truck into the courthouse for very bizarre reasons. Drove his truck into the courthouse on purpose. Okay. okay, that's uh, not going to make a good impression with the judge for whatever reason he's there. Doesn't ram the outside of the building, but goes inside the building with his truck. Okay. Um, 28-year-old Keith Cavalier told the officers he intentionally crashed into the Harrison County Courthouse. Can I guess? Sure. No parking out front. <laughs> Said he did it on purpose because it was the best way to let them know his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. Oh, no. Now, how does that even make sense? Uh, 
It doesn't. You, check my, had... you can check my truck right now, right here. <laughs> it's right here. My drug paraphernalia is gone. <laughs> I mean, he did He did make it convenient for the officers by bringing the truck sure, to them. Sure, that's true. They didn't make them travel. Uh, no one was hurt. He's been charged with driving under the influence of uh, and malicious mischief oh, because of oh. damage to the building. Oh, that's an odd charge, isn't it? Yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> uh, Florida man breaks into restaurant, strips naked, eats noodles, plays bongos. I'm sorry. All that? That's the, he- the headline. Uh, uh, what state was this in, Kevin? Florida. Huh. Stay, stay in your lane, buddy. <laughs> Look, half of my people in dumb stories come out of Florida, too. <laughs> Florida man breaks into restaurant, strips naked, eats noodles, plays bongos. Okay. Uh, this comes out of St. Petersburg, Florida. According to the Tampa Bay Times, a Petersburg police officer was investigating a break-in at a restaurant, and he was looking through the surveillance video that showed a burglar breaking in, eating a plate of chicken wings, drinking a (laughs) beer inside the kitchen, and stole $500 worth of tips and laptop and a tablet and filling up another bag with beer. So while the cops were there, they went back into the security footage and looked a little bit earlier, one day before, mm-hmm. and that's when they found the second guy, this guy. Um, apparently, it shows a different man riding his bike up to the restaurant, uh, pedaling around the parking lot for 10 minutes, and then slipping in through the back gate. He opens the door to his shed after wandering around for a bit and removes a set of bongos. Now, that's question one. He's riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Is where the bongos in the shed? Was he carrying the bongos on yeah. the on the bike? And why would that be the one? I mean, I don't know what else was in the shed, but why would that be the thing he'd steal? Why would there be bongos in the shed? Mm-hmm. Another good question. I don't know. The man gains ex- uh, access to the restaurant uh, and exits naked. He sits in one of the restaurant's picnic tables and digs into a, pow- uh, a bowl of instant ramen noodles. Which he brought with him. Wow. He brought food with him to break into the restaurant. Okay. The video also shows him playing the bon- bongos while nude. <sighs> Police identified the homeless man who played the bongos in his birthday suit, but his name is not being released to the public. The restaurant is not pressing charges on the homeless man because he meant no harm and didn't actually steal anything from the restaurant. Oh, he oh. just wanted to play his bongos in the nude. Sometimes you, you know, some people right. just have an entertaining uh, streak in them. You know right. what I mean? They just, exactly. They want to. They, they want to perform. He doesn't know why. He just needs to play bongos. Well, That's nude. right. Like like your dancer die. This guy is ramen noodles naked <laughs> playing the bongos guy. <laughs> uh, next story comes out of Augusta, Georgia. A Georgia man is accused of breaking into an Augusta home, rummaging around, and then jumping naked into the bed with the two residents. Seems very friendly. It seems like if you're going to break into a house, maybe avoid the people that are in the house. But he did take off his clothes before he jumped. Oh, God. He's all about love. 29-year-old Christopher Lindner has been arrested on charges including criminal uh, trespassing. He broke in last week, jumped into bed with a couple who were awake and watching TV. (laughs) Hey, what do you guys watch? (laughs) You guys got Netflix? (laughs) You guys got that Storage Wars? Did you see that guy? (laughs) Um, they fled. Uh, he they fled the home. So so dude jumps in bed naked. The couple that owns the house runs. They okay. leave the house and get out. So now he's got the run of the place. No no he's chasing them. Oh, oh I see. All I right. don't know why he's chasing them, but they're running down the street and naked man is chasing them. Um, it says responding deputies found Linder lying in a uh, roadway after he fled. Authorities approached him again. And an aggressive Lindner was pepper sprayed to no effect. Oh, that's some strong stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Linder then tried to enter a law enforcement vehicle, which was hit with a met when he was hit with a metal baton and arrested. So he was trying to get into the cop car. He was trying to break into the cop car before being arrested. A lot of bad decisions. Right? Why, why does everybody hate naked people in your report here today? The report says Lindner admitted being on meth. What? Uh, what a surprise, right? And this is my favorite. This comes out of Wisconsin. Um, Racine, man allegedly tries to eat marijuana cigars while handcuffed. Oh, dear. <laughs> a, uh, a man named Daquan D-Day, that's his nickname, D-Day, uh, Javai Burns, 23, allegedly tried to run away from police officers on Monday, but was caught. Uh, a racing, uh, racing County Sheriff's Office deputy conducted a traffic stop. The guy goes up, he checks his information, the guy gives him a false name, cop goes back to his car, and then the guy just jumps out and makes a run for it. Deputies returned to the vehicle, they saw him running on foot, the deputy gave chase, and uh, eventually used a taser twice Ooh. to bring him down. Uh, the deputy reported that while trying to restrain Burns, the suspect continued to resist and refused to put his hands behind his back after multiple commands. After complying with the demands, eventually he was brought back to the squad car and they put his hands behind his back and he was leaning over the squad car. So the cop does a search and finds marijuana cigars, a box of marijuana cigars, mm-hmm. and puts them on the top of the car and the guy in his hand comes. His handcuffs leaning over the cop car. <laughs> starts to eat the pot cigars. Oh, it was just going to go to waste. He, if he tries didn't. to eat a whole box with the cop sitting right there. So weird. Right? While attempting to flee, a law officer said that he had uh, dropped a bag that controlled pills as well, lorazepam, oxycodone. Um, so I apparently, be friends with D-Day. <laughs> D-Day does good work. Uh, the sheriff's office said 1.4 grams of a substance that tested positive for THC was found inside the package. Hmm. So, unfortunately, uh, ha- uh, handcuffed and leaning over the car, he was unable to finish the, the weed cigars. Well, that's kind of a bummer, right? <laughs> Did he think that he was going to be able to eat the whole box? And uh, In handcuffs with the cop right there? They're not edible. You're eating weed. (laughs) I mean, weed is edible. (laughs) Done correctly, yes. I I don't think this guy did anything correctly. And that's why. Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show. Sounds like diarrhea to me. K-Rock. The most awkward place you've ever thrown up. Everyone's vomited at some point. If you're lucky, Mm -hmm. you've only ever had to vomit at home in the privacy of your own bathroom. That's not always please. I, pre- I present, ladies and gentlemen, the first witness for the prosecution, K-Rock Kevin. Um, <clears throat> taking a helicopter tour in Hawaii, and you could smell, is it the sulfur smell around um, a volcano? Or okay. So, and it was kind of moving and left and right, and everybody else seemed fine. Mm-hmm. And I had a video camera, which is a little bit bi- bigger in those days, so I could sort of hide it, and I was in the back corner. So I started, I reached for the vomit bag because I was just like, ah, this is not going to go well. Everybody else is fine. Grab the vomit bag, throw up, think, all right, great, I'm fine. I'm hiding myself behind my camera because no one can see me. Fantastic. People didn't even know in the helicopter that you had thrown up? Because it's pretty loud. So Mm -hmm. you can't really hear what's going on. And I sort of had their view blocked. So that was just the first time, though. Oh, no. So then second time, third time. (gasps) Oh, my God. How big is this bag? I was going to say, you're going to need a bigger bag. (laughs) Now it's getting to the point where the bag is full. Oh, Oh, the 
So then I took my camera bag no, no, and started with that one. Because what would you do? There's like six people in a helicopter. You're all jammed in. Mm-hmm. Can't you vomit? There's no windows or doors. You can't vomit no. outside? Okay. Not in a helicopter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just no. over the side? Or, I don't know. There's not. But okay. I threw up, I don't know, 10 times? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Dude, I can't. The smell. Just uh, that's on that what alone. I'm saying. How did no one in right. there? I'm not positive that they didn't realize what was right. going on because were, I was so... Yeah, in, they were being nice. Yeah, they yeah. were really being nice. But Kevin, and I know we don't want to... I mean, I know this is a tough topic for people, especially in the morning. You may be eating. We apologize. But after you throw up four times, is there anything left? Um, You would think that. You would think that. <laughs> Kevin's got skills. Turns out... <laughs> Turns out there's more. Who knew? There's always more. <laughs> so Kevin's like a camel, man. He like camel <laughs> keeps water. Kevin just has. I just saved my for, throw up for years. You, yeah. you just have food for <laughs> months stacked up just in case you need it. Then there was one other time, and it was a scuba diving expedition. So we were going out on a boat, and we were all there was no room for anyone to sit. And I got sick, and I turned around. I was thrown up in the ocean, but repeatedly, 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 repeatedly. And at the end of the tour. Everyone else got off that was in the boat, and they all walked one way, and they were all talking about how great it was, and blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, did the walk of shame over by myself to my car. (laughs) Because it would that was probably 20. Oh, my God. Because it was a double dive. It was a double dive. So you go a long way. Then you get in the water, you're fine. Scuba Uh diving in the water, you're fine. Get back up on the boat. Oh, no. Here we oh, go man. again. Go to a second You're spot. You're just chumming the water. That's yeah, all. I was chumming uh, the water big time, though. Uh, oh, my God. It's not ideal. Oh, God, this is so disgusting. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to puke. <laughs> yeah, we don't oh. need any sound effects, please. Who's hungry? Any other examples, Kevin? Well, I mean, I was at the Palms <laughs> Hotel <laughs> in Vegas. All right. And my friend Aisa was sort of trying to help me get through the lobby. Mm-hmm. And um, I was not able to make it. And I was first I was looking for trash cans really desperately. Then I realized there's no way that I can just I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I can't look for a trash can. Nothing. So yeah. it was just like to it's the left, time. to the right, to the left, to the right, all over the whole <gasps> palms floor. Oh, and you've got vomit. And then somebody said, hey, Bean. And I said, yeah, what's up? No. (laughs) Yes, because I didn't want to take responsibility for that. What a loser. That's Vegas 101. So the first time was the motion of the helicopter. The second time was the motion of the boat. The third time was the motion of the alcohol in your stomach. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I have more. (laughs) Don't doubt it. By the way, phones packed. Yeah. They're practically smoking. DJ Omar Khan. Yeah. Uh, you too? I, I have one. Yeah. Mine comes from drinking, though, which I think is pretty common. Sure. So I was a b- bad religion show. Dumb, you know, kid in my early 20s, 20s mixing beer and hard liquor. Mm. And uh, at the end of the night, we get into the car, and uh, it was a little uh, Nissan Altima, and there's like seven people on, in there, and I'm wasted. Oh, no. I just want to get home. So Kazzy's driving home, and I'm laying across the back seat. Four dudes, Dave's in the car. You're laying on them? I'm laying on them across. Okay. And my head's out the window, and I'm just yakking in the middle of Sunset Boulevard oh, at 2 a.m., stuck in, in traffic, oh. and there's two motorcycles officers right there just pointing and laughing at me. Oh. They're, just, they're, just, they're like, dude, 
Get him home. They did the right yeah, thing. Yeah, they're oh, like, get man. him home. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't My ideal God, in front of cops. Everywhere? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty fantastic. Amazing. All right, let's take one real quick before the break, and let's go to line five. Let's make it Nick, Nick Lahabra. We're talking about the most awkward place you ever vomited. I think Nick's uh, wife here is going to be at the top <laughs> of the leaderboard. Hey, Nick. Well, Nick, can, what happened? I can share the story because she's at work and she's not listening. Perfect. Uh, last year, we went to a concert. We both ride motorcycles, and we, we went together. She was drinking sangria and wine uh, most of the night, and I realized at the end of the night she had an empty stomach. And on our way home on the 101, I feel dead weight behind me as she's leaning over. Oh, no. And chunks are coming out of her helmet. Oh, no. She'd thrown so, up in her helmet? She, I'm holding on to her with one hand. She's blowing chunks off, off to the side. All right. We don't need a lot of detail oh, on the throw-up, if that's okay, in this phone topic. Blowing chunks a, makes I, it worse. I had, right. I had to stop twice, and uh, you know, on the side of the freeway, and we eventually got home. But the next morning, it was a uh, it was an ugly picture in the bike. <laughs> I bet oh, it was man. inside a motorcycle helmet. By the way, wow. that seems like it would be imp- impair your ability to breathe. Look, you use what you have. I guess you do. <laughs> All right, Nick, we're going to call your wife later and tell her that you shared the story. <laughs> we want to hear your vomit story when we return. Right after this, on K Rock. Kevin, you are such a douche. And Bean, you are such a douche. On K-Rock. Kevin just seemed to have a lot of awkward vomiting stories, like I'm right a lot on more the top of his head at the <laughs> alley. I mean, it was it's, kind it's, of remarkable. It's too much. I have an Uber one. You yeah. want to hear that one? Yeah, oh, no, that's too good. gross. I'm sorry. That, that one's, you don't want to hear that one. <laughs> we're uh, taking your calls about awkward vomiting. You vomited uh, not in a regular place, but in a place that made it even more embarrassing. Mugs, you stand by. We're going to get to one of your stories. First, I promised Jocelyn in North Hollywood, someone representing for the ladies. Jocelyn, what happened? Hello, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So um, this was my 21st birthday, and um, my friends and I, we all went out to a club, of course, um, and um, I was on an empty stomach. Yep. I ended up in another girl's VIP section, and the bottle service went. I emptied out all of her bottles, threw the ice all over the floor, and threw up in her bucket in the bottle service and bucket there you go <gasps> there you go well done that's good work hey that's better at least she had something nearby she yeah. could use that's so much better than just like all over the table i like the i like floor. i like that she went to another girl's table right. though, section <laughs> not messing up hers that's awesome. all right thank you jocelyn dear kevin and bean this one comes in from aaron in lakewood i was in the passenger seat of my friend john's car a long time ago and i got sick while driving down the road but I didn't stick my head out far enough, so I projectile vomited all over the dude in the back seat. Oh, That's not the worst part. What? We cleaned oh. and cleaned as only drunk people can do. And then I even paid to get the car detailed, but it still sort of smelled like puke. Flash forward to the following weekend, my friend John went out on a date. She gets into the car, pulls out the passenger seatbelt, and it's covered with dry, caked oh, on vomit. Come on. End of date. <laughs> he sold the car. The end. That's that's sold the car as is. That vomit, by the way, that affected the guy in the back seat, affected the friend, affected the friend's date. That would just, uh, that had legs, didn't it? That's not ideal. All right, Muggs, what happened to you? You seem like a guy who would wake up in a bush after a particularly rough night. Yeah, well, this is at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. I challenged the bartender, and boy, did he win because... You challenged the bartender bartender to what? A drink off? A a drink that would... You're an idiot. A drink that would just get me just hammered, and it got me sick. I was eating steak and eggs with two of my buddies in the cafe. 
day. And before the dinner even, or before the breakfast even came, I put my head down on the table, proceeded to start vomiting all over my lap. All on right. my shirt, oh. my lap. I got up because I was so embarrassed. All uh-huh. right. And, and I was dodging all the people that had just woken up to like start their day in Vegas in the oh. lobby. There's like everybody's bright eyed and bushy tailed. And here I am playing Frogger in between people trying to run up to my room with vomit all over myself. But you know what? All those people in Vegas were like, yeah, been there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> all good. That's the one place you don't have to worry about standing out. Yes, if that sir. happens to you. All right. Thank you, Bugs. Let's go to Harry on line four, please. Valley Village up next to the Kevin Mitchell. By the way, we could take 100 calls yeah, in a we row. Could. We won't, but we could. Harry, hi. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We are good. What happened to you? Uh, heavy night of drinking with the uh, with the wife celebrating something. Don't really remember what it was. Right. Driving home. Of course. Driving home. Uh, she pulls into the driveway. And I immediately run, as I'm trying to run, start puking all over the lawn, all over my driveway. Mm. That's not the crazy part. I got to go to the bathroom. So I pull down my pants. As I'm urinating, I slip face down right in my puke. Oh, my God. Oh man, down it was in your own horrible. She called called my parents to come and pick me up off the lawn. My parents live five houses up. She's like, I'm not dealing with this. Doesn't she oh. know that snitches get stitches? <laughs> I mean, come on. By the way, you were so sick that your wife didn't want to have anything to do with you. Exactly. That's, That's what I'm saying. 35 years old and my mom, 35 years old, my mom had to come pick me up. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. I bet she was very proud. <laughs> thank you. Harry, thank you. Uh, oh. Two more texts in. 323 family outing to Disneyland on Star Tours. My sister-in-law upchucked on the seat. As the tour ended, the doors opened to the new riders. We got up and calmly ran out. Oh so somebody gosh. else's problem mm. when they walk in. From the 562, this is Kasoon from Redondo. I was once hooking up with someone while being drunk in a boat in Marina del Rey. I got motion sickness because the boat kept moving and threw up on her back. Oh. Right? All right. That's more than a hookup. <laughs> right? Let's do right. one more. Let's, which one you want? Uh, let's go to George. Hi there. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I go to a club and... Long story short, dancing with this smoking hot chick, I get nervous. While we're dancing, I throw up behind me quietly. Wait, on the and dance then, floor? <laughs> yeah, on the dance floor. Sweet. And then uh, and then it went, I ended up seeing some other chick with some nice hills, slip and fall, oh. landing all in my vomit. Oh. She goes, what the F, someone vomited. And, I'm, and I continue dancing with the other girl. I mean, I got to give you props for that. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I ended up getting a kiss at the end of the night. Uh, oh, poor girl! You just yeah. puked. Right? Yeah, I, I, she didn't know. Oh, she knew. She knew. She knew. She knew. Worst, worst kiss ever. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Who cares? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.